Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Mosaic Life podcast is brought to you by the brand new Do Something newsletter. I've got a brand new venture, and it's called the Do Something newsletter. Some of you, some of our more dedicated listeners may recall me talking about uh, a little something I call my 10 bag or my 10 big audacious goals. I just call it 10 bag to, you know save time. Uh, Well, one of those goals over the next year is to read 52 books in 52 weeks. That's audacious. I know. Uh, But I'm happy to announce that uh, over the last 20 weeks, I've read 25 books, so I'm ahead of schedule. So that's a win. Um, I started thinking to myself about a month ago, self, you know, what's the point in reading 52 books if you're not going to retain all that information? Uh, And so I started thinking, you know what, maybe I can do something. Maybe I can put together some sort of newsletter uh, where I can, you know, take my notes and share them with others so I can help others learn and figure out what books they want to read coming up. So I did that. Uh, It's called the Do Something Newsletter. Uh, That namesake actually comes from the subtle art of not giving an F by Mark Manson. If you're familiar with that book, you know that's not exactly what it's called, but that's why I'm going to call it here in the intro. Um, it's basically, you know, if you're stuck on a problem, don't, you know, don't, don't have analysis paralysis. Uh, just do something. Take tiny little steps to get toward your end goal. Just move forward. Do something. And that's, that's where this newsletter was born. The first issue of the newsletter came out last week at the beginning of 2020, which is awesome. I highlighted at the 10, uh, my first 10 books that I read a part of, as part of this goal. Um, I'm going to be releasing this once per month and 10 books per newsletter. But as I kind of catch up with my reading list, uh, that'll probably get down to five or six. Uh, but I highlight uh, the 10 books that I read, the first 10 books that I read as part of this, uh, giving you kind of an idea of what they were about, some crucial notes, links to purchase. And then, you know, as part of those notes, I actually, um, I, I create public Google Sheets, so you can check out the notes that I took, and you can also contribute to those too, so we can crowdsource all of the most pertinent information from these books, uh, so we can really share that knowledge uh, with others. Um, On top of that, I include some relevant links to um, interviews with authors on podcasts, and I will probably include some, um, you know, relevant article links too, so the idea is just to have as much information about some of the most important books out there as we can. Right now, it's about 70 percent nonfiction, 30 percent fiction, just trying to get through the backlog of uh, books that have been recommended to me by people whom I respect. So again, that is Do Something Newsletter. You can find it or you can subscribe at dosomethingnewsletter.com. Again, that's dosomethingnewsletter.com. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you and I look forward to being in your inbox. I'm really excited about this episode. I know I say that about every episode that we record, but I truly am. You know, the conversations that we get to have with each other, Ernie and I, and with, you know, amazing people in our interviews, it's just, I I, I get so excited to share that because I hope that uh, you get to find value from it uh, the way that we get value from actually having these conversations. And so um, a couple months ago in November, Ernie and I did our first check-in episode uh, as part of our conversation series. And we're so we decided to do that again uh, here in the new year. We talk a lot about our goals, our personal goals, as well as our goals for the podcast, which we have a lot of, uh, which I'm really excited about. Uh, one of the, some of the things that we talk about, you know, we talk about how we tend to project 
our ambitions on others and how that affects us and those around us. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, where we see ourselves moving in the new year uh, with the work that we've done over the last six months to a year and you know how that work has set you know the, the way or paved the way to get us to where we want to go. And we just talk a lot about uh, making sure that he and I are in places uh, that we feel comfortable with both in our family, um, our personal lives, our, our careers, and, you know, how we see ourselves moving forward uh, to to get to where we want to be. So, uh, again, I'm excited about this. Uh, I look forward to hearing everybody's feedback. Please, uh, if you have any notes for us, don't hesitate to email us at onemosaiclife at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, any reviews that you have, you can leave at uh, on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much and enjoy this conversation. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. Life is an art, every moment a picture painted in time. The color, texture, lighting, all context. The Mosaic Life vision is to cast a warm glow on your masterpiece, highlighting the struggle while showcasing the culmination of years of hard work. Join us for guided meditations, interviews with authors and leaders, and engaging conversation as we explore the depths of our consciousness. Ernie, my friend, welcome back. What's up, Trey? How's it going, man? It's good. Good. It's good. I um, I know that I kind of always start with like Ernie, my. I mean, you are you're my friend, and it's just I don't know. It's just like the, my old podcast. You know, it was already started off in some you know gimmicky fashion. So it's just nice to say welcome and hello. We can get a gimmick. We should create a gimmick. <laughs> Sing a song. Oh God, we've done that. Not you and I, but uh, mm. yeah. you and Brandon. Me and Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. Uh, New father, so congratulations to Brandon. Mm. You have any words of wisdom for for the father? Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) That's my empty-minded wisdom. I Uh, like it. Take it one day day at a time. That was my, the best advice I got from my father. That's good advice. I mean, I think that's good life advice for anybody, anybody at all. But uh, I have to imagine, and, you know, especially from some of our conversations, you know, your, your patience can certainly be tested as well as your, you know, faith and wherewithal. So, you know, taking every moment um, piece by piece, I think is probably important. Yeah. Recalibration, recalibration. Uh, so, you know, stopping and assessing what's actually happening and then starting from a grounded place and moving back into it. I guess, again, that's life advice, but, you know, it's easy to get wrapped up in the emotional turmoil of a little kid that you're supposed to fend for and and create a life for. And then they also press your buttons really easily. (laughs) And then you press your own buttons by your beliefs about the way the kid should be acting and, and how they should be in the world. Absolutely. Um, So just, rationally thinking about what's happening, like stepping away. Some, I think parents are bad at, not bad at that. I think as parents, we have trouble just stepping away um, for some reason. And so being able to just step away for a second, even just to breathe and then step back into it. Yeah. Good luck, Brandon. Congratulations. He's excited. I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, meditation. I don't know how I don't, Meditation. I, I, don't think, your, yeah. I don't think he's much of a meditator, but I mean, it's, I mean, we should just call this show meditation is the answer. Mm. The meditation life. <laughs> well, anything that gets you away from, uh, 
circular thoughts and the yes. in, in our connection to them. So if yeah. doing the dishes as a parent is, for me is is meditation. I'm just focused on one thing. I know that I scrub this dish and then I rinse it off and then I put yeah. it on the mat. <laughs> so it like frees your mind up. Be so in the whatever, moment. Within. Whatever meditation you can create as a parent. And if you can include your child, even better. Yeah. Well, if you think that uh, Ernie sounds even sexier than he usually does, it's because he's got a brand new microphone and <laughs> I, I've got mic envy. So, yeah, yeah it's 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 I like it. Hopefully. And, and I've somewhat lost my voice, to be fair. There so it's go. a little so deeper feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got a nice rasp. Well, good. Um, so we are coming together uh, for kind of another check in episode, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just to see where uh, where we are, what we're creating individually, together, and uh, and where we've come the past month or so since we last had a check in. Yeah, we've we've come quite a ways since then. Um, most recently, we re- we uh, released our uh, interview with Lama Kathy Wesley, uh, which. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, again, you know, I mentioned this in the the intro. No credit to Ernie and I. Uh, Kathy was just she was very well spoken and gave some great practical advice uh, stemming from uh, the Buddhist philosophy. But you know, just even for anybody who doesn't particularly associate with any one religion or philosophy, just ways t- that you can center your mind to relieve stress and, and suffering in your own life. Yeah, having these people on the podcast, Lisa and Kathy alike, just reminds me of how small the world is. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to think I've got to go elsewhere to find incredible people that can bring incredible insight, but they're literally right here in our own town. They are. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. I mean, you're you you're, you don't need to go to Tibet. You don't need to go to Silicon Valley. You have people who can provide a great support system all around you. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, how is how's everything else going with you? Everything's going uh, back and forth. <laughs> I've been in the, a, a dance between being very clear and then being very unclear, and just going back and forth between that. And uh, in the past, the places of being unclear are usually paralyzing. So it's, it's like debilitating to the point where I'll cancel things that I've scheduled. It's, right. um, uh, you know, self-loathing in that process. J- just when I'm unclear, things spiral in my brain. And, uh, it, and so now where I'm at, I have, I've set up support structures so I can reach out to people and say, look, I just got to talk through something. And, and these people that I've invited into my life and that have invited me into their life show up for me in a, in a powerful way. And, uh, and usually within 20 to 40 minutes, I have clarity and with clarity comes all the inspiration you could ever need. So how important is for, is it for people to invite that, that sort of system, that sort of network into their own lives? coaches, support, you know, whatever you'd like to call it, how important is it to bring that positivity into your own life? For me, it's, it's, uh, it's imperative. Like there's, there's no chance that I would have anything that I've done at this point, um, have created anything that I've done without 
without that type of support? How important is it for other people? Well, it just, um, as important, it's, it's equally as important as the pain you feel when you're not clear, when you have no idea. So that's what I would say. Okay. I mean, it, it, yeah. if you want to not be clear, then that's <laughs> on you. But if, if you want to be clear, um, sometimes we, you know, we don't, I didn't realize how important it was to just talk through things. Sometimes Trey, I even just talk to myself I literally just talk to myself so that thoughts will be moving out yeah. and into a place that I can kind of see them, you know, more, so to speak, or writing, right? This mm -hmm. is, a, this is the, the initial way that I did that. So, yeah, I mean, the choice is let it m mingle with your emotions inside your brain in a circular fashion or get it out there some way and, and hopefully with somebody who is aware and can listen and, and reflect to you. I think it's important for me in that regard to realize that's what I am going through. I'm not the first to go through that, nor will I be the last. And having doesn't even necessarily need to be advice. It just having somebody express sympathy because they've been through a very similar situation can help me personally move through it emotionally. Mm psychically, uh, physically, you know, whatever barrier stands in your way, having somebody with any piece of wisdom because they've experienced something similar is yeah. huge for me. What I, th what I think, what resonates with me and what I think you're saying is, is this idea that it's okay, that it's valid, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, oh shoot, until you said that you've experienced this, I thought I was just this ridiculous human being right. going psychotic in my brain, but it's like, oh no, people experience different things and, and this person has experienced something similar. So it, it validates or makes it okay. So you can kind of, there's a sense of relief around oh, that. Absolutely. That you don't judge yourself so much. And in my opinion, I don't I, judge myself so much. I agree with you. Um, and it, you know, it, it, to make us, to make a point silly, you grow up with all of these things that you think are unique to you. And, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is the little squigglies you see in your eyes. If you look hard enough, I always thought I grew up special that I could see little ghosts or little goblins, you know, floating about in space. But when I really discovered the internet and I discovered that I was not the only one who saw something like this, and I know that's a, a weird example, but you realize that all of these things that you feel are unique to you, you know, for better or worse, are not. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a world of, you know, close to 8 billion people, you know, people experience the same things you do, which if you use to your power can help you move mountains. Um, so that's important to realize that it's very rarely are we unique, but you know, that is, it's, it's so good to be in the company of others. Yeah. Yeah. So one, having that connection with another person in a challenging period, it's like, okay, that gives some reprieve to that person validating it saying, Oh, what you're going through, that totally makes sense. My, my cousin went through this last month or, or I went through this a few days ago, you know, that, that helps to relieve the tension and then, uh, having a way for it to be reflected back. So that's another important thing for me. And, and this, so this is why I, I also choose a certain level of person to do it with. I know that maybe that sounds judgmental, but but I want a type of interaction from it. Sure. True. So one, just speaking to people and speaking your frustrations, like that can be therapeutic. And then, but, but also 
to have somebody to be able to reflect it back. Somebody who's actually listening and saying, oh, this is what you just said to me. I agree. With and you. then you can look at it. So it's instead of it being like this part of you, it's like a picture that they just painted or a caricature of what they just painted of you. And you can look at it and you can say, oh, well, that's not exactly what I meant. This is what I meant. Yeah. Or, or you can say, oh, I don't like that. I want to do something different than that. And so that's really powerful for me too. And then there's another level, like if you find a person even um, more in tune with what, with, with, uh, with themselves, with communication and, uh, and with different processes that help <laughs> when you're going through a challenging period or yeah. processes that help to find clarity, then that person can also give you advice or suggestions on what you might do. Uh, so, so yeah, it's been really important for me. Good. Yeah. Good. So that's what I've been doing, getting clear and then getting clearer and then getting even more clearer. What I notice is, uh, the the more integrity that I create in my life, the more I grow, um, the more that I, the more integrity that I create within myself and within my life and the things that I create, the less that I really am willing to stand for. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> two years ago, I was willing to fall to the point of um, lazing or laying around and being lazy for two weeks or something like that. Now it's unbearable for me. Oh yeah. Now it's unbearable. Yeah. Like, but there was a point where doing that was just like, okay, this is what I do. But now I'm like, no, I've got to change today. I've got to fix this today. I've got to figure it out today. Um, not, not I've got to figure it out, but I know how to figure oh, it yeah. out. And this is the thing I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to call this person or I'm going yeah. to do this writing process or whatever. Um, and, and so recalibrating that and continuing to uh, get clearer and clearer, making this the, the a big year. You uh, know, that's uh, – we, we have mentioned this, you know, the, the clarity of 2020. But I, the one point I do want to make, um, and something that I, I find myself struggling with is, you know, I've made personal progress, you know, a huge priority of mine and, you know, come leaps and bounds in my own past two years. But at the same time, I find myself forgetting that not everybody else has found that clarity that I've found. Not everybody else has had the opportunity to work for themselves. People still suffer in their nine to five jobs. And so my struggle as of recently has been making sure that my empathy toward people who have not made the same realizations that I have remains there so I can continue doing my best to help. And so I don't know, have you, have you found that, you know, you, you, you personally have made a ton of progress in your own life. Do you find that you <clears throat> assume that others have reached the same point of, I, I, I use this word loosely because we just defined it, but that, that same sense of enlightenment, that, that same level of enlightenment that you found? If I, if I do that, hmm, this is, this is something that I experienced recently, um, but it was all projection. It was all projection. Right. Like I, I, I did, I projected this idea onto somebody that they should be different than the way they are. Right. And, but and it was we, a projection of what, uh, of something that I was feeling within mm -hmm. me. Um, but usually what, a, and then I had to work through that. I had to talk to some people about it and, and then work on work through it on my own as well. Um, 
But what I usually tr really, really try to do uh, is listen to somebody's language uh, because our language creates our reality. And if you listen to simply, simply listen to the way people are talking, um, then you can get a clear picture of where they believe themselves to be now in, in tandem. So working in unison with the idea that every person is fully capable and already enlightened and already has everything they need. Like, so listening to their language to hear what they believe about themselves and knowing that this person is as capable, as enlightened as any person could be. Mm -hmm. um, and then communicating in, in a way that fuses those two things. If I were perfect every day, that's exactly how I would listen and communicate. Um, but it, it's a struggle sometimes. And again, I, I believe that's all a projection. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly in line with you there. Um, we had this conversation last time we met, but we, we it was more of a planning session, so we didn't record. But uh, it was the beginning of 2020, and, and I probably a little bit too verbosely expressed my distaste in seeing people bid good riddance to 2019 and, you know, welcome in a new year with the expectation that just because the calendar has changed so too will they. Um, a major theme of our friendship, of our relationship has been putting in groundwork to get to where we both want to be as people, as individuals, as friends, as partners. Um, and that has been a long time in the making. And the frustration stemmed from just people expecting things to change overnight. And you know, it, because it's a new year, that's if, if you want to start then, that's that's great. You know, I and I, you have my full support, uh, me cheering you along the entire race. But if you just expect it from 2019 to 2020 to if you want to lose 15 pounds, if you want to go into business for yourself, you need to do the work. I, 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 just, I can't stress that enough. And uh, I, I, I'm with you because I, I too have been projecting on other people that I've seen make those comments. But uh, I don't know. It, it's something that I personally am trying to work through and try to trying to be the best support that I can for anybody like that in my life. Yeah. It, the, I, again, I've noticed, I've noticed this right after we had the conversation, dude, yeah. it was like, and I wanted to call you and just be like, cause, cause I, when I was talking to you about it or when you brought it up, I right. was like, yeah, but I think we have to have compassion and we empathy. Do. And I was like trying to be Buddha <laughs> about it or whatever, you know, uh, mother Teresa actually, I think I even brought her up in the conversation and then it happened like the next nice. day or the next few days. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, the hard the hard part is really for me sometimes is is the hard part has been seeing that person as fully capable, seeing that person as having all the insight and wisdom that they need. You know, as if as if. Uh, we are always like we're born fully enlightened and then we just make up reasons that we're not and continually search for enlightenment. Um, it, because one thing I notice when I show up to somebody, even if they want to change, even if they really want to change, but I'm showing up in, in terms of they need fixed, it's complete disconnection. Yeah. 
complete disconnection. I agree. Um, because it, it, the idea that I believe it to be is, is you're showing distaste towards them. You're showing for who they are, and and that shuts people down. And and so that's one of the challenges that I face is, is that compassion. Just in. Yeah, yeah, I completely relate to that, and I think part of my struggle with that is that they may want to change, but I think I am envisioning them changing into who I have become. Mm. That, mm. That's, I'm sure 99% of the time that person does not want to be yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. They just want to be the best versions of themselves and whether or not that's, you know, working the graveyard shift at a factory and that makes them perfectly content or happy or whether or not it's being a CEO of a big corporation that each ha- happiness is mm. defined individually for each person. And it's not what is happiness to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've ran into that for sure. For sure. Like I'll, I'll be coaching somebody. This is a, this is something I have to like continue to train myself on and I'll hear them say something and I'll automatically assume that it means the same thing that it meant for me. Right. Like this, this sentence that means something totally different for them. Um, I read this really good book or I listened to it. Um, I think it's called the four effective keys, four essential keys to effective communication by Bento Leal, B E N T O L E A L. Of course I'll look it up and I'll put it in the show. Notes. <laughs> but, uh, the reason I, uh, the reason I read it was because I wanted to be a better communicator. I wanted to speak better. But the whole book, and this was just the, the, the shock that I needed, the whole book was mostly about listening. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. To be an effective communicator, you really have to listen. And You do. And, and so that's another thing that I'm, I continue to practice in coaching is, is getting real clear on what they want. Because then I have, maybe I have insights or questions that I can help them find that next level for yeah. themselves. But if I'm getting them clear on what I want, it's not helpful to them at all. I totally, I totally hear you there. Yeah. Yeah. What, so go can ahead. we shift yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. Uh, we yeah. kind of went on a tangent from, we did. from what uh, my experience has been so far. I'm wondering what's, what's up for you. It's been... Uh, Yes, it's been the the, the last uh, couple of weeks um, leading into the new year have been extremely exciting. Um, so I defined happiness for myself sometime last summer, and it seems in retrospect as if it was a switch uh, that I went from unhappiness to happiness, and it was it was realizing something as simple as happiness is internal. I define what it is for me. And once I was able to start being content with what I have in my life, truly, and I I know this is going to sound like an exaggeration, truly, my life got better. And so through that leading up to and, and, and post, I have just been working hard. I've been working hard at my business. I've been working hard at at, at this podcast and my previous podcast, especially this podcast, because we have got very big goals and visions for this. Um, I'm working with, uh, this may not mean a whole lot to a lot of people outside the Midwest, but uh, Red, White & Boom. It's uh, the 4th of July show here in Columbus, Ohio. It's the biggest fireworks show in the Midwest. Um, working hard toward my 10 goals. And finally, 
I just, I feel like I am at a place where things have just clicked, have just clicked. And I, I, this, 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 there's a timeline that I'm laying out in my mind that, okay, things are, things are very good right now. And I'm very happy how, you know, Katie, actually Byron, Katie mentioned something along these lines. She had this experience and she didn't necessarily know how to articulate it, but as she moved through it in her own life, uh, thus she became a writer or became a, you know, a novelist to you know, share these ideas with people. So I'm hoping that as I continue growing myself, I'll be able to express these a little bit more concisely. But uh, just the experience you know, for the first time and I don't know how long, you know, I, I woke up on January 1st and like, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. There's been so much that's been done already. You know, I just, I can't, can't wait to share this with my, myself and with everybody around me. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes, you can, please. <clears throat> when you, you said when you got content with life, that life got better. It did. Um, and there are many things that I, I think there's like a supernatural got better. When I became content, then the universe just gave me a million dollars. Or when I became content, um, it allowed me to be more clear in the world or when I became more content with life, people helped me more. I, you know what I mean? I'm just I wondering yeah, like, yeah. What, what that looked like when you became content and what that, what does that even mean really? Sure. So when yeah. I became content, I realized I didn't need anything else. Okay. I didn't need the universe to give me a million dollars because you know what I had, I was happy with. And if there was something and I, it wasn't, it wasn't a blind happiness. It was, you know, the things that have been in my life that I either undervalued or underappreciated and I realized how much they had meant to me. And so not wanting or not needing rather to go out and add more to it, uh, or even in some cases, subtraction, um, just helped me wake up every day happy, mm. you know, no anxiety, no stress. Again, I'm, I feel like I'm at a point where I, you know, I'm saying these words, but you know, I, I want to really truly emphasize, you know, how great of a change that was. It wasn't, it wasn't, I need, you know, I need to, have, I need to be able to pay off all my debts. I need to, you know, I need to get a new car. I need to get a new job. That's where it wasn't, it was just, it was a lack of need that I realized that was able to bring inner content, contentedness into my life. Yeah. So, yeah. so becoming grateful for what you have. Yeah. Um, removed this idea of needing yes. or yearning or longing for yeah. anything else. And how did that affect? So, well, first of all, do you have a gratitude practice? Like, do you do something every morning to remind yourself or was it just kind of like, oh, this works now? Um, so th there's no daily practice. Um, I, I, I think I expressed to you at the end of every year, I go back. Um, this is at Tim Ferriss's recommendation. I go back throughout my calendar uh, to kind of see, okay, who had a, you know, a net positive effect on my life. And, um, over the next few weeks, I will continue reaching out to those people either by letter, text message, or, you know, any, some sort of communication to thank them, yeah. uh, for the, the positive effect they've had on me. Um, so that's to that extent right now, um, is my gratitude practice. I am the type of person who, places great value on his network, uh, both professionally and personally. So I try to re retain, you know, an open channel of communications with people, whether it's just grabbing coffee or, uh, everybody who's important in my life, I put them in my Google calendar, their birthday. So I will wish them a happy birthday every year. Um, just showing that I value the relationship that they've built with me. Um, so 
And a long roundabout answer is not necessarily a daily gratitude practice, but it is one that is consistent. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in my own respect uh, because something I notice that happens with me at times is I will grab on to an insight. Um, but I'm trying to think of a relevant one for me recently, but we'll just stick with um, when I'm content with life, yeah. you know, I, I don't have this need for other things. Right. Um, so sometimes I'll have an insight like that and it's like, oh God, it just opened up the whole world. Absolutely. And then three weeks later, um, if I haven't instilled that in some way, um, or it, just, let's just say it like this, three weeks later, that will, that thought or insight might subside and then there's, there's chaos ensuing yeah. after that. I get that. And so, I, I so I wonder like, what was it about this insight that, that sticks around for you? If there's anything. Sure. Hmm. Um, I wasn't always like this. Um, I, again, you and I will, I imagine consistently repeat going back two years, two years ago. Uh, I, I, I have to imagine, especially through our conversations, that that was a point in our lives where we decided enough was enough and we wanted to uh, dictate our own happiness, our own futures. And so um, I became a creature of habits slowly, um, which we've talked about. And now it was right around this time, or I guess just, you know, immediately following that I started to pinpoint what was most important in my life, Uh, whether it was people or habits or uh, hobbies or whatnot. Um, I think right at the beginning of it, I decided that I want to be a reader, you know, I, I can read, I'm, I, I read books, but I wasn't doing it consistently. And so I struggled to call, if I were to be honest with myself, I struggled to call myself a reader, just like I, I really enjoy writing. I've been complimented for it, but I'm not actively writing. So I'm not a writer right now. I'm just not. It, 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 this is me being hard. This is me being true to myself. I'm not a writer right now. I hopefully will be again in the future, but right now I'm a reader. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster. Those are things I'm doing actively at this very moment. And so in mid-August, I think it was like August 18th, I decided, okay, I'm going to read 50 pages a day. I'm going to become a fucking reader. Um, and so at that point in time, as I laid that habit out, as I reached that goal day in and day out, I started thinking about the other things in my life that I really, really enjoyed and really things that I really, really want to do and who I want to be considered. And, you know, I, we've talked about this. I put together that list of 10 things that I want to accomplish in the next year. And so it was just, it was a, it was this process of, uh, miniature or minute realizations that kind of led to this, you know, big aha, like, okay, here are 10 things I'm going to accomplish. And then did that turn into I'm done with alcohol because that is, is the distraction for me. I know that's a, that's a leap in logic right there, but, uh, I thought about what was setting me back for my goals. And I realized that the biggest thing, the biggest setback I had was drinking alcohol mm. because it was, it, 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 it obscured my financial goals and it also obscured my, you know, practicals, practical goals, professional <clears throat> and personal goals that I want to accomplish in my life. Yeah. So <clears throat> to connect it then, when you found contentedness, yes, you found what it meant to not feel need, it's, not to be longing. Yes. And when you felt that not needing something you started just choosing the things you wanted to do 
Yeah. And it was much, it sounds like it was easier to build from one thing. It was. What you wanted to do to, oh, this is also what I want to do. Yeah. And then just kind of like knocking down dominoes at that point. And I I really want to distinguish between need and want. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of turning their definitions upside down, you know, we need air, we need food, we need water, you know, we want a nice car, we want this and that. But when we think we need luxury items, that to be happy, that is when we lose that contentedness. And so what I wanted was to be identified as well read. And so I took steps to ensure that people consider me that way. I don't need the external validation of others. I just want to know internally that mm. I'm well-read and mm-hmm. now I believe that I am. Yeah. And continue to. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. That feels really good. And now that's led up to this moment where we're six months into a podcast. Yes. You're six months. Damn. Dude. Three, three months into the, the goals that you set up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're consistently making strides in that. Uh, yes, I am. And I, um, to kind of check back in on the the ten goals, um, uh, we gave him a, a, a shout out at the, at the end of um, interview number two with uh, Lama Kathy Wesley. But uh, again, <clears throat> thank you to Justin for being our supporter um, at the of the Mosaic Life podcast. Um, he is uh, generous enough to have donated some money to us, which will help uh, the podcast grow. So thank you again. To and him. so you've knocked out one of your goals yes, because so our podcast is monetized. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. yeah, one of the goals was to monetize the Mosaic Life podcast. I didn't really put any stipulations on that because my prior podcast went two years without making a dime. So, you know, I just figured if we made a penny that that would accomplish the goal and you know, we, we made more than that. So yeah, surprisingly yeah. fast. That yeah, was really surprising. kind. Yeah, really, absolutely. Really, really appreciate you, Justin. Yes, absolutely. Um, what else I, you got on the list? I'm, t- I'm just wrapping up my 25th book, uh, mm. since the middle of August. So, um, I had a schedule in regard to the 52 books in a year. Nice. My student loans are almost paid off, which is exciting. That's a really uh, big deal. It is. It is. Well uh, done. So. From, from your work primarily as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Dude. Um, what else? Uh, so in the climbing lingo, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting close to the, the 512 threshold. And then, you know, from there, there's a couple <clears throat> subsets of levels and then getting up to that 513, just working on fitness. Um, yeah, man, um, it, we, uh, you and I are working on some really cool concepts out, out in the real world as part of the mosaic life, uh, yeah. which is, which is thrilling. So, yeah. um, looking at holding more uh, live meditation classes. And um, I don't know if you want to talk about sure. the, the big and thing a, or not. And a retreat. And a retreat. Yeah, yeah. do you yeah. want to talk about it? We and don't okay. have all of the details, but we, they will be coming in the they will be. by April, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll be having a retreat in a in a beautiful place in nature. Yeah. Um, bringing several people together to dive deep. That's yes. as much as we need to say now. That's as much as we can say <laughs> right now, yeah. Shh, don't tell them we haven't planned at all. Uh, <laughs> it's perfectly planned and yes. we are so prepared. We Actually, we did saying. what was really nice, and this is something that I haven't ever done until we sat down to do this, was put a, basically a uh, 12-month catalog of what we will be doing in order and then backtracking like yep. the steps prior to it. Um, you know, I, I heard, I wish I could remember the guy that I was listening to. And he said something about having the 15 steps. He said something like a, a good chess player is two to three steps ahead. A great chess player is 
you know, five or six, and then a master is like 15 steps ahead. Yeah. I, those numbers are not accurate. The 15 is, yeah. is accurate what yeah. he said and what he said. And, and then we d- sat down and we did that for this retreat. We backtracked and, and have all the steps um, for the podcast, for the meditation, and for the retreat. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is this just is like knocking things off this the list what, now. This is what doing the work entails. Yeah, so that felt really good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Um, so I do want to share some feedback. Uh, none of it's verbatim because I don't have any of it pulled up in front of me. But uh, I've gotten, you know, I've gotten excellent feedback on the interviews. Uh, shout out to Angie for <clears throat> her her kind words. Shout out to Bree. Um, also, my friend Summer. She just happened to mention that uh, she actually likes uh, the conversations better, which is j- just fine. Nice. Uh, but it's good to hear that. Uh, you know, she uh, she had expressed that uh, she likes hearing people talk about things that you don't often talk about because mm-hmm. they can be. They can be uncomfortable and so mm. that is kind of the unofficially what we set out to do with that part of the that's podcast. great yeah it could because of wanting to hit goals and growth yeah um i keep thinking the interviews are where we should be but it's nice to hear that the conversations are good for people absolutely that are helpful that that feedback because then i want to also keep that as a priority in the yeah. recording yeah. yeah and then uh ernie's wonderful uh meditations are um I, I know for a fact Angie loves those. So, good, yeah, good. Yeah. Thanks, Angie. Yeah. We'll start. Um, I don't know if you ever listened to like T-Pain back in the day, but they used to take T-Pain songs and chop and screw them. Do you know what I'm talking about? I where have they no were, idea what you're talking about. Chopped and screwed is, is where they take a song and they kind of mix it up, okay. remix it and make it. So we'll just start chopping and <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm making I'm a down. joke. That I'm making a good. joke. <laughs> what is chop? What like is just is just remixing or essentially? Okay. Yeah, I'll play you some chopped and screwed T Pain later. Okay. Shout out to T Pain. <laughs> He's going to be on the next podcast. <laughs> right. Right. It'll be yeah. auto tuned. Right. Yeah. So it's all coming together really well this yeah. year. Um, but a realization that I've had is just how articulate you can be in planning and and how calming that can be. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 I don't want to say I'm making it up as I go, but you know, it's certainly something that I'm, I'm experimenting with and seeing what works and what doesn't. That's important. You know, it's you don't want to try to set in motion a new habit and be so rigid about it that you there's no room for calling an audible. You know, if 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 you want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to get a workout in, but you know, you don't run well in the cold or you're, uh, you know, you, you, you don't feel safe running when it's still dark out, then adjust, make a plan to adjust, you know, wait until the sun comes out and then, you know, push your schedule. Just it, do something. You can still maintain the overall goal. Sometimes you just have to make adjustments to make it work within your life. <clears throat> can I, can I take us on a tangent with that? Yes, please. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, this, you can't be so rigid that you can't call an audible. Boom. That like, that makes so much sense. Um, I wonder how, do you ever have the challenge of, uh, are you calling an audible or are you just like taking a break and, 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 you know, and, and being lazy or do you know what I mean? Like how, how you might distinguish that? I because do. Yeah. Um, so I know we've had this conversation where I, you know, I don't believe in cheat days. And so mm. I, I personally am a veg- very rigid person, um, which I don't know. It can be good. It can be bad. I, I, it's something that I've come to terms with. And so, you know, if. Do you ever call audibles in your in your schedule? Sure. 
Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, it, I think one of the big ones has been, you know, reading, you know, finding the appropriate time to do so. And so I was doing, I was originally trying to knock out my 50 pages at nights, you know, before bed, but I just realized how slow I read and how many times I have to reread something because I'm tired. Mm. And so I started waking up at 6 a.m. so I can, you know, get it a couple of hours worth of reading in, which was good. But I also track my sleep. And when I saw that I was getting five, five and a half hours of sleep, it was starting to affect me. Um, and so I came to a space where I just said, okay, I'm going to go to bed at a reasonable time that works for my schedule. So somewhere between 10 and 11, I'm in bed. And then I'm going to tell Google to wake me up in eight hours. And so at this point in time, I'm waking up anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30 and just making sure that my schedule the next morning allows for that mm -hmm. uh, to get my reading in and then also get my work done. That sounds like a really nice schedule. It is a really nice schedule. I like yeah. it. I like Congratulations, it. Thank man. You. Thank you. That's, um, a, that's a big deal. I mean, when people talk about building a business, I believe it's a big deal. Yeah. But building a business or wanting to live, you know, financially free, yeah. uh, whatever their, their goal is, um, being able to create your own schedule is is a big deal for people that or we believe that it's a big deal and that's and it, and it, it feels like it to be able to just sleep until you wake up or sleep eight hours and know that you're going to get it and then wake up and have your schedule made in a way that you can relax into your day by reading 50 yeah. pages and whatever else you want to do and then go do what you need to do to make money it's like wow that's awesome man so shout out thank you <laughs> yeah. it's nice but I, you know i do want to make one point, you know, first of all, that, that may not be for everybody. And, you know, I don't want to ever make it seem like if you are, you know, working a nine to five job that you have the worst, uh, you're, you're in the worst of situations. I, I don't want to make it seem that way. Um, you know, you have to do what works well for you, what makes you happy, what makes your family happy, and, you know, what helps you survive. Uh, that being said, you know, to your point, one of the best, I wouldn't even call this business advice because it came secondhand, but one of the best business anecdotes that I've ever heard, I was talking with a, with a friend and she happened to be talking about another business owner who just expressed to her that he has no desire to grow. Like he, he, he wants to be in business for himself, doing well enough for himself. He doesn't want employees. He doesn't want to have some big corporations. He does. He just wants to have this on his own so he can make everything you know, under his own terms. And that was just eye-opening for me because I always thought that for me to be a successful business owner, I'd have to have employees and <clears throat> 401ks and health plans and all that. Like, no, I, I don't need that. I just, this is what's making me happy. To your point, that schedule is what makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and in the end, um, I'm, I'm still on the fence about sleep. I'm st I'm st <laughs> <laughs> I have a book for you to read. Well, so... And what I mean, yeah. I mean, if you go 10 days with three to four hours of sleep, I imagine you might feel a toll, but there's also a level of uh, belief around it. And, mm -hmm. I, and so, uh, for instance, if, if I had a plan to go to Paris tomorrow and I didn't fall asleep until 12 and I woke up at four, um, well, this is, might be a, a bad example, but we'll continue and okay. then I'll go to a different example. Um, there would be a, enough excitement there that I wouldn't necessarily be, you know, yeah. so, oh, so yeah, focused yeah, yeah, on the yeah. four hours sleep. But the, yeah. the, an, a better example might be um, if I fell asleep and woke up in five hours uh, and believed that I had eight hours of sleep, 
then I, I might feel my body would compensate, I imagine, you know, for the idea that I'm well rested. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get that. Yeah, yeah I absolutely yeah. get that. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, self-talk that goes into that. Um, so it's, it's kind of a mix between two things. One, anecdotally for myself, you know, mm-hmm. if I feel good to your point, then I'm good. I, I will work. I, you know, I'll get my workout in. I, it'll be a great day. Uh, the point that I make comes from Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, again, in the show notes. It, um, he goes to great lengths through empirical scientific data to demonstrate why a lack of sleep is so bad for our brains and bodies. And so mm. I would highly encourage anybody who is interested vaguely in sleep. I mean, it's an easy read. It, it, it's a great book. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. What well, else? Uh, what's next? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm very excited for what we've got to come. We've, uh, we've got some great interviews lined up. Um, <clears throat> some great I we, we, we have a lot coming out yeah we have a lot coming up what's your uh, what are you most excited about for yourself this year like what are you looking forward to so I, I think I told you you know essentially every decision I make now is you know whether or not that benefits my 10 goals and I think one of the goals that I'm most excited to accomplish or to begin to accomplish is rebuilding a mountain bike. Mm. Um, I, I mountain biked quite a bit a couple of years ago and I kind of got out of it. And so I'm, I'm excited to one, have the financial freedom to actually get into that because mountain bikes are freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, just to get back out on the trails because it's so much fun. So nice. I'm, I'm really excited for that freedom, the, the, the freedom financially and the freedom in regard to time to, to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to seeing that, man. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, I, I know we. I know we've talked about, it and I appreciate you saying it. What? That you know, the 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 structure I've put behind my habits have inspired you to a certain extent. So what, you know, what is coming of that? You know, what what are your goals? Um, yeah. Coming out. Yeah. Well, you know, the structure that I, I'm I'm in some cases taking notes from from your Excel sheets. Um. And I've been tempted to take it to the extent that you have, but I haven't gone there. But the structure that I've created is more relationally. Okay. So socially. Yeah. I I mean, I've talked about this before, but having social accountability for me seems to work. Yeah. Seems to work. Especially when those people are on on a path, you know, building something for themselves, um, being grateful for what they have, like the, as long as I'm aligning with that and then aligning my goals within that structure, um, I seem to do really well. I seem to live up to the quality of people that I am around. Right. Good. We've talked about our, yes. our absolute favorite quote, or at least I think you've mentioned it, but my favorite quote, like the first quote, uh, that really shook me was that you are the five people that you spend the most time with. You the average the, of, yeah. The average yeah. of, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so that's what the structure looks like for me. Um, the goals this year are really getting right on my financial um, habits. So, you know, I started the 10% thing mm-hmm. last year, putting 10% of all that you earn into savings. Um, Did you happen to look into, and I, I, I say this publicly because ahead. it's a really it's a really great company. Have you looked into the Barclays Savings Account? 
Uh, you might have mentioned that to me, didn't you? I think I did. Yeah, it, I have it, not. You earned, I think, last time I checked, like 1.05% on, <clears throat> which, you know, for a savings account is really good. So, uh, yeah. Barkley, if you Google Barkley Dreams, Dreams Savings Account, uh, you can find it and sign it up online. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, so that's that's one area. Um, and, and with that being said, paying off debts um, and buying a house this summer. So um, I have an intention to to buy a house that will um, will live in for the next three to five years. Great. And then at that point, buy the house that I've been thinking of, if I don't find it this, this summer. Yeah. Um, I could spend the rest of the show just describing that house. But uh, so buying a house this summer, quitting my job, um, having, having taken care of my finances. Like I ha I have the skills, I have the, the, the people in my life. Yes. I have the, um, continual development of myself. Um, and, and one of the biggest things is just my habit with money. Yeah. So, yeah. so really, really taking care of that, um, and becoming clear on what that looks like, becoming clearer right. on what that looks like. And so I've, I'm in a mastermind group and we will um, continue to shape and mold that Good. and maybe call audibles if it, if yeah. necessary. Um, but that, that feels most pertinent right now. That feels most important to me. So buying a house this summer is probably right there in the That's front. That's amazing, man. I had no idea. Load. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, what else is important? Hmm. Getting, uh, getting up at four thirty in the morning. That's, I, I love that. That's hard yeah. for me right yeah. now. And, uh, it's, it, but I want to do it, not just get up at four thirty in the morning, but I want it to be joyous. Yeah. I want it to be exciting. Are you, um, familiar with Jocko? Jocko yeah. Nick? Yeah. Well, I was, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, the, earlier I was like, you know, I could be, I could hold myself accountable by commenting on his picture of his watch every morning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like you, you look at that dude and you know, he can just squash you like a bug, but he just seems like the nicest, most, you know, you can do this type mm -hmm. of person. And I, yeah. it's really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. He has an, he has an, he has an incredible like, uh, like strength of will. He does. There's something, yeah. I mean, he was a Navy SEAL and I think yeah. anybody to go through that process and to carry out that lifestyle, um, would, would need that or yeah. would need to have developed that in some way. And, and so I admire that. Um, and, and so getting up at four 30, um, just creating, creating that in my life. That's what I'm focused on currently. Um, and, and it's funny, what, a couple of the things that I, I've noticed, I'll say these now for my own sake and, and speaking them out loud, but then also if, if it's helpful for people listening, um, it, I found uh, getting up in the morning is easier when I, uh, a few things, but w one is uh, having everything laid out. Mm -hmm. Like whatever process, like if I'm going to the gym in the morning, having the clothes laid yeah. out, the shoes laid out, the water bottle ready. You're minimizing your barriers to entry. Right. Um, and then having cleaned up my space. So like making it nice and neat, having everything laid out, whether it's work on the desk or, or clothes or, or whatever it might be. Um, that, that's been helpful. <clears throat> and uh, having my phone lying across the room. Yeah. So not right beside me, but on top of a dresser where I have to get out of bed and go yeah. get up and, uh, and, and pick it up. And then 
I saved this one for last because it might sound like the kookiest, but um, laying in bed before I uh, fall asleep and imagining myself just bursting out of bed with energy. I like that. And and just like seeing it happening, like hearing my alarm clock go off and bursting out of bed. I've even heard people say before you go to bed, like setting your alarm for a few minutes and then laying down and when it goes off, actually getting out of bed and then doing that once or twice and then putting your alarm on and going to bed. Um, but it's like that conditioning. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about it, I wish, you know, I, I, one thing I want to work on this year is getting better at recalling information that I've heard. So I'm going to tell another story with hopes that I get it right. But there was a study um, where they took multiple people and half of the people, <clears throat> none of them had played piano. We'll start there. Half of the people were taken um, and taught the scales and then would practice every day for five minutes on an actual piano. And then half of the people um, didn't. They just for five minutes visualized it. They've done this with weightlifting and, and other things. Um, but the people who didn't actually practice on the piano tested almost as good, if not as good, as the people who had practiced on a piano. So that mental conditioning, as well as a physical conditioning, can be pretty beneficial. And I've noticed it to be helpful for That's me. That's great. 430 is ridiculous. Have it's you like, started doing that? Um, the mental... Part, no, the well, both, but waking up at four thirty. Yeah, well, I've been doing it, okay. um, but then sometimes I'll just go back to sleep on the couch or something. Yeah, and uh, and I don't like that. Yeah, I want to I want to consistently get up and be sure. full of energy at four thirty. Absolutely, I'd rather sleep till six. Yeah, I'd rather sleep till six, man. Yeah, right now, but I really want to create that because I know it's possible and I know it would what it would do for my life. So, have you thought about yeah. jumping in a cold shower? Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that. Uh, I th uh, it's not the way I want to go uh, okay. because the, I, <laughs> it's not the way I want to yeah. go. Um, although it would probably work um, for sure. So, something as simple as getting up and, and drinking a glass of water mm -hmm. is good for me. Like yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Um, minimizing my way out is, yeah. is really what I'm in now. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to like sweat right now. It's like, <laughs> oh man, 430 is hard for me. It feels like it. But we'll continue to talk about it and see where that goes we as will. well, um, because it's it's definitely a, a a part of integrity that I want to create. I don't want to have to wonder if I'm going to wake up in, at four thirty tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's where I'm at, man. So this isn't uh, this isn't a hack. This isn't a secret. But I will tell you one tool that I've used over the last couple of years that helps me acclimate myself to the waking world a little bit better i've mm -hmm. got a I, I think it's a phillips um alarm clock that gradually lights like mm. to the light turns on to what looks like a sun yeah um which helps me gradually wake up um so that's interesting that's been helpful yeah i heard i was listening to something on the way up here and and i heard somebody say that having this like ever increasing light yeah so what you have an alarm also or something and then you see that light and you wake up so that alarm 
basically lives at about 6.20 a.m. And it just kind of starts to turn on. Sometimes it wakes me up naturally. Other times it doesn't. Um, but, I, you know, again, as I mentioned, you know, as I get into bed, I tell my Google Home to wake me up in eight hours. So the two usually generally align within 30 minutes of each other. The, mm. the, the light always goes off first, which is helpful. Mm -hmm. And then the Google will, you know, play the audible alarm at, you know, whatever time it's set for. And, wow. Yeah. And so you're, I think, right, your body is supposed to, react to the light and it's it's supposed to call your your uh, circadian rhythm forward because it's it's daylight and then you wake up even easier when the alarm goes off because your body's been adjusting to that light the whole time yes essentially yeah essentially yeah. wow yeah that's sweet man yeah it helps yeah yeah i'm interested in that yeah yeah and then i always i mean i i get oddly excited to make my morning coffee um i i've i haven't been drinking coffee for all that long but i've in that short amount of time, I've become a coffee snob. And so just, you know, making my, my fresh batch of black strong coffee just makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth now, um, as it's coming, becoming more clear with the whole shower thing. Mm -hmm. And then now, as you say the coffee, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely present. Um, if, if I lived alone, I would probably get up, play some music really loud. Yeah. And, and jump in the shower and, and grind some coffee. You know, yeah. like these are the things. And, and, but uh, like our house is kind of close quarters right now. Yeah. Um, and so I, one of my, one of the th things that I have trouble with as a parent um, is this, this, uh, like, I don't want to wake my family up. Mm -hmm. And then if I do wake my kids up, um, then I'm, then I'm missing sure. time on that. that the sense. reason I get up early is to have yeah. a little bit of time. So that's another thing I'm trying to figure out as well is how to make my wake myself up optimally. What about the things on your head right now? Yeah, that's well, yeah. that's what I literally that's what I'm going to start doing actually okay. tomorrow. Good is throw some headphones on. Yeah, instantly like have my phone on the on the dresser, have my headphones on my nightstand, nice. and throw the headphones in and start with music. I love that and drink some water. So that's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Thank you for your help. Yeah, too, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm all about optimizing our lives so we can have the the best podcast ever yeah, yeah yeah well and and now i'm reminded another reason i like the conversations is because we can like share yes insights back and forth and and we don't get, always get to do that because when we come together we're creating a podcast and yeah so this is nice too yeah yeah well good cool man well yeah. um i am really excited for everything we've got coming up i think uh there's some really, really cool opportunities uh, moving forward, especially, you know, with, with some of these interviews that uh, we've got in the pipeline. So Yeah, yeah. Um, as we bring things to towards a close, yeah. um, I really want to ask people who are listening, uh, if, if you're listening and you, and you like what you're listening to, um, share it with somebody. Please. Please share it with somebody. Yeah. Um, and what, you know, one thing that you can do that helps other people be, be turned on to it is, you know, leaving a review. I know not everybody uses iTunes, especially, you know, since uh, Spotify has become so prevalent. But uh, if you have an iTunes account or Apple Podcasts account, leaving a five-star review, even without, you know, leaving any text that we'd love to hear from you um, helps uh, their algorithm and all the ones and zeros, you know, suggest our podcast to other people. Yeah. Same with Google Play. Yeah. I, I believe okay. if you you can you can set I know this is true, you can set your a subscription. 
So if you subscribe to The Mosaic Life, it'll also give you an option to download the most recent episodes. This is nice because then you can listen to it when you're on airplane mode. You can listen to it when you don't have service. Um, But then also we get downloads, you know, from that, whether or not you you take the time to listen to that episode. And it also helps more people see it in that respect. Absolutely. And if Um, you if you really find value what we do, um, of course, you know, I, I, I want to shy away from sounding like we're begging, but you know, you can support our podcast by going to one mosaic dot life and uh, you can click uh, sponsor this podcaster and uh, you know, even for a dollar or two uh, one time or monthly donation that, you know, helps us put uh, some really cool things together. So yeah, no, there's, I mean, I don't feel like we're begging. There's nothing wrong with reciprocating, Agreed. you know, like what we're, we're spending a lot of time yeah. doing this and, yeah. and we want to help people. We want to help as many people as possible. And then, we also aimed aim to do incredible things with this. We do. And there will be expenses yes. for the retreat. Yes. There will be expenses for live seminars in the future yep. and things like this. So anything that we can, uh, anything that you, a listener who feels in, aligned with what we're doing yeah. can do to help us, man, I, I would love for you guys to help out. If you derive value from, from, from whether it's our interviews or our meditations or our conversations, um, you know, your support is appreciated yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, then of course, uh, we, we, uh, do our best to provide additional content and value on Instagram at, uh, one mosaic life. Yeah. Boom. That That's easy? it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm getting more comfortable putting my, my mug out there and doing, doing those videos. So. Yeah. I felt so stupid the first time I did it, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. It's, yeah. Well, wh- I mean, what's, what's changing just doing it over and over again is making it easier. Yeah, I think that's that that is probably the general the uh, general case. Um, also, realizing that sharing what I have discovered and have come to know is not egotistical. It's not stroking my ego. It's I have this that has helped me. Maybe it will help others. Mm. Um, and I so after I read Ego is the Enemy a couple of years ago, like I. I, I, I basically told my ego to fuck off. Like it, I, I, I pushed into a corner and locked the door. Fuck like, you ego. Exactly. Exactly. And then I have gradually come to learn more about the ego and what it entails. And, you know, if my intentions are pure and I'm, I'm truly able to provide value for somebody, whether it's for profit or not, I should be okay with doing that. Mm. And so that's kind of the point where I'm coming up to. That's cool, man. I really like it. It's it sounds like a transition between or a distinction between like being on a pedestal, yes, or or a soapbox versus giving things to uh, in service of. That's a very good way of putting that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's great, man. I'm glad you're doing it too. With as much as you're reading, uh, I, I mean, I watch the videos too, and and for the viewers or listeners. Um, we don't necessarily discuss what we're posting all the time. Right. And so when you post something, I, I get to watch it and, and glean insights as well. And it's always something to revamp my day. Um, so I appreciate it. And I love when you do it. Good. Well, yeah. thank you. I, I will continue doing this. Yeah. 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 Well, man, anything else you want to delve into? There was no strict guidelines for this. So I just want to make sure that we touch base on uh, everything we can. No. Nothing yet. Okay. Uh, we have, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I want to just talk about all the stuff we have yeah. in the works. I want to continue talking about all the things that are helpful. Um, I want to continue talking about the things I want to get better at, but we'll cut it off here. Okay. <laughs> all right. That sounds good, man. Well, as always, 
these conversations just, you know, whether or not there's a mic in front of us or not, uh, whether or not there's a mic in front of us, they're always refreshing. They're always motivational, highly motivational. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think that I would have reached this level of contentedness uh, within myself if it weren't for our relationship and, you know, especially for what we're doing. So thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I look forward to this year. Yeah, me too. All right. I will talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Again, I'd like to thank everybody for sharing their ear holes with us for the past hour. I hope uh, you got some good information from us. Uh, we, we love having these conversations. We, lo- we just love doing this because um, we have been on our own personal journeys for the last couple of years, trying to get to a point where we are we're finding happiness consistently, contentedness, happiness, and we like sharing the things that we've learned along the way. Um, you know, this is very much where we're all in this together. And uh, if we can do our own, own little part to relieve some of the suffering of others, then it makes it all worth it. So again, thank you so, so much. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about us, you can find us at one mosaic dot life. Everything is spelled out. Uh, we are on Instagram at one mosaic life. And uh, you can email us at one mosaic life at gmail.com. Um, if you are so inclined, uh, leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts would go a long, long way uh, to helping others find us, uh, which is the ultimate goal. Um, and last but not least, uh, if you really do get a lot of value from what we're doing, you know, we're doing this consistently uh, through our conversation, interviews and uh, meditations. Uh, you can support this podcast by going to one mosaic.life and clicking sponsor this podcaster. You have the option to make a one time donation or even a monthly sponsorship donation, um, which helps us in turn provide more and better content as well as doing some uh, things out in the real world as we kind of hinted at in this conversation so again that's one mosaic dot life um last but not least again this podcast is brought to you by the do something newsletter if you are looking for uh, some great information on uh, both fiction and non-fiction books uh this is a once per month newsletter where i will highlight uh five to ten books that i have read uh, to give you an idea of what uh i got from them and uh can help you decide whether or not you want to pick those up yourself again that's a do something newsletter Uh, you can find that at do something newsletter.com thank you all so so much and uh, we will see you next week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.